All right, so I'm not doing an intro on this one. I uh, actually wanted to get a little bit serious. As as all you guys know, there's you know there, there's a big outbreak right now of COVID nineteen coronavirus. A lot of people know it as. Um, I wanted to talk a little bit about it because uh, I think there's a lot of things. There's a lot of information that's out there that might not be accurate, or you know we we don't really understand the severity of it and things like that. I know there's been there's been a lot of jokes about it and in, in, in the media, well, not so much the media, but just like social media more so and, and things of that nature. But I was, uh, I was watching this Ted talks from this lady, her name's Alana and forgive me for misspelling this, mispronouncing this last name, Shaik, Shayak, S-H-A-I-K-H. If you guys want to check her out, Alana Shayak, she's not a nurse or anything like that, but she works for the uh, global health and, and in this TED Talk, she was pretty much just talking about the coronavirus. What she was saying was she was just kind of breaking down what it was. So I kind of wanted to go over that with you guys just in case you guys are misinformed. And I know I didn't fully understand what it was either. I needed to do some research. So, you know, here you guys go. So she started off with obviously what is a coronavirus? The coronavirus is a respiratory virus that attacks the lungs. So there's no hemorrhage. You don't bleed out of the eyes. You don't do any of that kind of thing. It, it just goes straight for your lungs. It could start anywhere from like a dry cough and make its way, you know, like a dry cough fever and make its way all the way up to like a to fatal pneumonia. It uses RNA instead of DNA. And the spikes that you see, everything that's been in the pictures, it's been in circle with the spikes on the outside. Now, the spikes on the outside of the surface of the virus, that's how it makes its way to the cells and the spikes themselves are actually called Corona. And that's where the coronavirus name comes from because of those spikes on the outside. There's been six previous cases of it in the world. There was six up until December, 2019, which coronavirus made it the seventh. That's why they call it like a novelty virus because there's only been so little of them. But some of the previous ones, I'm sure there's been a lot of you that have heard about it, but like SARS, and MERS, which SARS is the severe acute respiratory syndrome, and MERS was the Middle Eastern respiratory syndrome. Those were all coronaviruses. I know there's there's like memes and stuff going out on social media that show uh, those things for like presidential elections. There's always something and things like that. So those two are coronaviruses. It's made it hard to track. And the reason why they like there's no really quarantine or they haven't been able to get a grip on it or, or been able to track it is because the symptoms are very small. Anyone, most people that get coronavirus, it's like a, it's just a small symptom. It's not something that warrants calling your doctor or going to the hospital for. And because they're not going to the hospital and we're not making that call, that's why it hasn't been caught. You know, a lot of us can actually have it and not even know it. Because again, it starts with something so small. But the good news is, is it doesn't really affect children. Children have something in them that, that, you know, really helps them fight this virus off, which is great because out of all people, this, this, you know, children are the ones that need it. And obviously the elderly and people with underlining health issues, those are the ones that it really attacks and has, has been attacking. But now it's, it's, it's a pandemic, it's an epidemic, it's, it's a, it's, you know, state of emergency here in our state. They've officially closed on the schools. I had to cancel practice on my t-ball and the league is still kind of back and forth what they want to do. The soccer league that I'm a part of, they have officially suspended games until uh, at least 30 days. So everything right now seems to be 30 days. And the school system has made it uh, three weeks. So not, not quite there, but, you know, it, it raises the questions of things like how 
How is this going to affect families? How is this affecting kids? How is this affecting uh, parents? President Trump said that we would not, uh, or it would, it, they would put something in place to try to help out small businesses and things like that. And, and non-state jobs can't make it mandatory for you to go in and they can't affect, they cannot affect your job. But, you know, that's not the real world. You know, we like to believe that, but that's not how it is. A lot of small businesses out there rely on employees being there every day and them not showing up you know, aligned with certain contracts with customers doesn't really, you know, voids that contract in a sense. So it's it's going to be a lot of things that are going to be affected by this, you know, business-wise and families and schools and everything like that. But, you know, I just want to give basic knowledge of what it is. So I'm going to continue. The coronavirus is a uh, zoonatic, which means that it's transferred from animals uh, to humans. And uh, COVID-19, which is a coronavirus, was also, well, that one can also be transferred from person to person. So they say that, well, this, this lady that, you know, says that she believes it just skipped the, you know, uh, uh, animal to animal transfer and went straight to animal to human. And because humans can contract it and can spread it amongst other humans, it allows it to stay, uh, you know, or stick around longer and it reaches greater distances because we travel and we go and make contact with each other, you know, day in and day out. And, uh, and that's the reason why it's, it's so hard to get rid of because it's transfer it's transmitted by animals. It's really hard to pinpoint it. And right now they haven't pinpointed exactly which animal, what kind of animal it's come from. And so she stated in her, in her TED talks that, that those are signs of, of being in the middle of the outbreak, not necessarily containing it, but being in, and I guess not panic mode, but trying to figure out like how to contain it and things like that. So because they don't necessarily know where it came from, that's, in you know, it's, it's, it's hard for them to really determine what their next step is. Now it was, it was found that it was transferred to the first human in Wuhan, China, at an animal market, so they know that much. That's how they know that it came from China, but it, more so in the in Europe is where they haven't really done much containment or quarantine, and and they, you know, obviously they don't have, they might not have the same things in place as America does, but it's made it hard for them because they haven't done a good job, and and a lot of people pointed the finger at Europe and Asia, and that's why it's spread all around the world, and like Italy mainly, the average age there's forty seven years old. So there's a reason why they're being affected more than anyone. You know, our hearts and prayers go out to the people of Italy. Everyone in the world right now is in, is in need of prayer. So just kind of keep that in mind, keep everybody in mind and know that anyone can be going through this right now and we're not untouchable. That's the crazy part about it. You know what I'm saying? Like it's 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 things like this, I think that kind of draws closer as as mankind and humans, but how quick are we are to forget? You know what I mean? So I don't know how long this is going to be around. Now, she did mention this is going to get worse before it gets better. Or the facts that they have is that it hospitalizes 20% of the people who contracted. So that's, there's no arguing that those are facts. 20% of people who contracted are going to be hospitalized. Now, if that 20% is strictly in America, they said that the hospitals won't be able to, to do that. And then she starts talking like, think about like these other like third world countries and, and think about our neighbors like Mexico, like what it, what it can do to their economy and how it can affect their, their people and things like that. It's, it's crazy. Like this is a lot more serious than, than it's, it's being played out to be. 
maybe now so it's gotten the attention, but there was like a lot of jokes, you know, in sports and stuff. And I'm sure you guys saw like the Go Bear with the Utah Jazz Center from Utah Jazz, his interview where he was joking and he touched all the microphones and the in the Zoom recorders and things like that and jokingly and then finds out that he has contracted it. And not only him, but he passed it to Spider Mitchell, his own teammate. You know what I'm saying? So like, he's very apologetic. He's apologized for endangering people for not knowing that he had it, which it's not his fault, right? But I'm saying like, the, the, we we were at a point where we're joking, take this human being joking. Days later, finds out he has it. And it's like, whoa. And it's only because we think it can't happen to us. You know, but he's not the only athlete. There's There's been uh, Daniel Rugani and Mikel Arteta, or Arteta, whatever you want to say, but it is uh, in soccer. They've they've contracted it. Obviously, Rudy Gobert and Spider Mitchell in basketball uh, have contracted it so serious that the NBA, the XFL, the NFL, the NCAA basketball, we'll get to that in a minute, MLS, NHL, have all either canceled or postponed their seasons. Now, the NFL is out of season. They're still looking to go forward with, with the uh, draft, but the NFL teams have, are not allowed to travel like to scout and do anything like that. They've made that call. And a lot of it's come from team owners themselves, but I'm sure the NFL is involved in that. The XFL, which was has been doing great on their numbers, six weeks in, has to cancel their season. Now they have to look forward to next season, you know, short-lived, hoping that it comes back and it sticks around. That got canceled. MLS just postponed it another month. NHL has postponed it as well. And college basketball might not have a tournament. The way it's looking right now, it looks like they've completely canceled the tournament, which would be the first time there's no basketball tournament since 1939. So think about that. This is how serious it is that they don't want to hold these. A lot of these uh, uh, um, tournaments, the uh, conference tournaments have been canceled as well. You know, they, they try to do it where they played behind closed doors because soccer did that. And I think they were following that example where they had some of the Champions League just recently. The Atlanta and Valencia game was played in, in Spain. Behind closed doors, there's no fans there. And I think they tried that, but because it's just spreading at a crazy rate that they just decided to go ahead and, and just cancel or postpone these seasons. And it's on all levels. Like I mentioned, it's in my league. It's in it's in my T-ball league. And so it's, it's just crazy how... Um, how something can change so quickly from jokes to this. You know what I'm saying? Like there was a reporter that was reporting in Mexico, went for the Champions League and he contracted the virus. That's how serious it is. Like, and, and it viral, you know, who knows what he was doing, who he was touching, what, but I'm saying how viral it is. You know, this lady says that wash your hands. If you already wash your hands, wash more. She says, get in a habit of washing your hands. Her best advice was if you go into a building, wash them before and after meetings before and after. Try not to shake hands with nobody. Try not to uh, uh, make contact with nobody. Like things like that. Obviously, you you got to think of you first, especially if you're a father, a mother, grandmother. You know, if somebody looks up to you or you're in care of someone or someone's in the care of you, I'm sorry, you need to make sure that you're, you're, you're healthy. You know, me and my lady were talking about it. Like maybe we shouldn't travel. Like maybe we shouldn't go places together like the grocery store and things like that so that way if one of us does end up contracting it at least there's another person that can take care of the kids without any worry you know she says well you know if i get it then you're going to get it if i come back but 
you know, all we can do is kind of prepare. Sounds stupid, you know what I'm saying? But what if that works? So that's something we talked about doing is just have a plan in place because the way it's looking, we don't know that this isn't going anywhere anytime soon. They haven't found a, a cure for it. Typically with these things, they need to know where it started to find a cure. They don't know that. So you need to understand that. I can't stress that enough. In order for them to move forward with the cure, they have to first know where it came from, where it originated from. They know the place. They know the uh, location, but they don't know from what species of animal. And that's that's the scary part. It's spread by contacts, not airborne. So for people who, who, aren't, who aren't aware of that, it's, it's not airborne, but it's, it's crazy, man. Like we've had other things like this, like Zinka, Ebola, which Ebola in Congo, I believe it was, they just released, I think it was either at the beginning of this year or the end of last year, they just released their last Ebola patient. Think about that. For us, it's no big deal, but for these smaller market places, I say market because I have that sports mentality, but like places that don't really have a healthcare as a benefit, for funds or whatever the case may be. This lady, Alana, said that they did so good. The African doctor just did so good in finding this and catching this. They just didn't have the finances and the and the proper uh, system in order to contain it. But places like that were still being affected by something we forgot about back in, I think, 2016. You know, that was the last virus they said or outbreak that happened during a presidential election. It could have been 2014. I think that's when it started, but just just stay informed. There's plenty of websites out there that give you information, the crisis, uh, what is it? The, I know it's the, it's the CDC, Center for Disease Control and Prevention. Go to their website and it's got like a lot of things on how to prevent it. You know, we don't need to necessarily go into the hospitals quite yet. I could be wrong on that. It could be different where you're from, but I read a couple of things that say you can phone your doctor, let them know of your symptoms, and then they can kind of guide you from there. There was a couple that, that, one of the first couples that contracted it here in our state that quarantined themselves. Thank goodness they had the mind to do that. You know what I mean? Like they were aware of their travels and and knew they're traveling at their own risk. And so they quarantined themselves to be safe and they ended up contracting it, but they didn't make contact with nobody. So good for them to be mindful of things like that. But yeah, man, it's it's insane. You know, it's it's insane how much this is really affecting everybody. I mean, fatal pneumonia, think about that. You can have a little cough and then it turns into fatal pneumonia. Attacks your cells. Like, it's crazy. It's crazy. So, you know, there's there's kind of a brief little thing for you guys. Um information that maybe you didn't have or you weren't aware of a lot of false information, you know, flying out there, but that's what the coronavirus is. And that's where, where we sit as of right now. I'll keep you posted as things go on. I'll also keep you posted on what's going on with these sports. A couple of sports I did not mention, actually, let me bring these up is the WWE and the UFC that those two are going forward business as usual. They have the Brasilia event is being, performed or is going to be done behind closed doors with no fans the uh, event in uh in columbus is being moved to las vegas so that's what the ufc is doing aew they were supposed to have a show i believe somewhere up north maybe new york or somewhere up there 
they have moved that show to Jacksonville, Florida, which is their home base. WWE right now is asking the state of Florida, the Florida state of Florida officials to, it sounds like almost put out a, a statewide memo, like minimize your contact with anybody because they're still trying to get out there. They say they care about their athletes, but you know, after, after Owen Hart died next day, business as usual, that's their model. The show must go on after nine 11 business as usual. The show went on. That's their motto. So, you know, there's there's talks back and forth that they're going to cancel. There's plenty of sites for that. I, you know, I'm not an everyday, you know, twice a day kind of news podcast. So I'm sure you guys will find that out. But as of right now, those are the two that I know of that are, are going on business as usual. I haven't read that anyone else is going to continue or not or, you know, or halt operations. But that's where we sit right now. You know, kudos to these organizations that are putting the safety of everybody before, you know, money. So keep an eye on that and um, stay, uh, stay safe out there, guys.